Today's episode is sponsored by ChrisTaylorRacing.com. Welcome to Driven to Compete, where we interview badass, high-performing individuals to learn more about their competitive spirit and share their stories as a form of inspiration for our community. I'm here with Charles Harding at VIR, and Charles races uh, in the BMW group, and if, if I remember right, it, it's uh, C-Mod, is what? C-Modified, correct. Yep, and you're here this weekend, it's not even, it's, you, are you borrowing somebody else's car, or? Yeah, my car is not quite finished to start the year, so um, one of my very best friends said, come co-drive with me, so I... Always love opportunity to jump, jump in another car. That's so, awesome. It's a fantastic car. Well, let me start by just um, just asking you your world right now. What are you doing in racing? Um, what are you participating in? What do you have planned maybe for this season? And then we'll talk a little bit more about the past and how you got into it and things like cool. that. Cool. Um, well, Carrie, I, uh, I hope to do 10 BMW Club races this year. I like the, um, as you've kind of probably seen it's just a close-knit group of people so um i like traveling around with these guys we do mostly east coast stuff so um we'll be all the way we'll be in watkins Glen, all the way down to savannah georgia and we'll probably do 10 events and then i hope to do a couple of wrl events with um rooster hall racing as well this year awesome so on the on the um wrl are they all endurance then mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. so it's a little different than than these events well more of a team atmosphere yep. um several co-drivers with you the um the class of cars is a very nice class of cars as well so quick quick competition so tell me a little bit about your car so my car is a stroked s54 c mod car um the funny thing about this car is when I got into this sport in um, 2010, a neighbor invited me. I live about 50 minutes from Virginia International. Oh, wow. So <laughs> I'm very, very lucky. And a neighbor invited me up for just a, a, a Audi dealership, had guys come to the track and drive their cars. And I'd never been on track before and never knew that that was something that <laughs> you know, normal people could do, right? <laughs> so, I mean, one lap, I was completely hooked. How can I... Who can I pay? How can I do this more? Where do I sign, right? And um, so within a month, I bought this E46 M3. It was a 2003 model, SMG, the old clunky paddle shifters. And uh, so that's the car I race now. It's morphed into, we've been in, we started out H Sport, HP, and then we went to C Mod, and it's a very competitive car now. So what, is, what are some of the things that you've done to the car to make it more competitive? <clears throat> um, it has uh, Olin four-way suspension, um, brand-new suspension. The, of course, the motor's stroked, so it's a, it is uh, pushing about as much, much as you can push out of that straight six. Um, carbon air box, a special tune. It has a sequential dog box, Drent sequential dog box in it. Um, and of course, we run, you know, we run the best tires we can run, you know, the slickest tires we can run, Hoosiers or Yokohamas. Yeah. Hoosiers sponsors our events as one of the co-sponsors, and they do a great job with keeping us in tires and contingencies and stuff. 
So talk a little bit more about that, that first day and, and what happened that day that kind of got you hooked. So I, I'll always remember my neighbor, and this was 2010, and he had a, I'm, I'm not sure of the year, but he had an Audi A8, the old ones with the um, V10 Lambo engines in it. And uh, he takes it out and he kind of tools around the track and we come in and then we switch drivers. And I went out and I, if I could see my lap then, who, you know, we all think, oh, we're going so fast, but the brakes were smoking and, <laughs> and I just was um, hooked. I'd never been on a racetrack before. Really never been to anything but you know, some NASCAR races with my grandfather. My grandfather owned a late model dirt team. But that was before I, you know, came along. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but immediately hooked. And then to back that up, <clears throat> um, a buddy that I had just met said, oh, you, you went to a little little invite day at VIR. He said, well, I'm an instructor there with Tar Heel BMW. And um, you should come check it out and do a driver's education event. And so I borrowed a car for the first driver's education event. And then... Um, the next week I went and found a M3 and bought it. <laughs> Had no clue what I was doing. <laughs> now, what, what um, was there specific advice from folks on maybe which, which model, which type to go for or not? <clears throat> um, so the group that I, I think we're all influenced, but you know, you're influenced by the, the five people you hang around the most, right? Yeah. So they're, of course, they're all BMW guys, um, but two of them had E46 M3s. And I don't know that that's the best car to start off with when you have no driving skills. You probably need something low horsepower, no, no aero, no, no big wide tires, anything like that. That's what we're all encouraged to do. But I made it work with this, you know, relatively high horsepower M3 and, you know, scared a few instructors along the way, <laughs> made some mistakes and, you know, still make a bunch. But now how quickly did you go from that very first time in that to to Audi to actually written your first race so I did driver's education events for five years okay and then um everyone in the paddock knows Sripathi um Hapatantri. and it got to a point where my lap times were they were probably 215 to 220 which is quickish around this track mm-hmm. and um but still very, very amateur, and they said, you know, you need some more safety equipment. Call this guy, and Shree sells racing. So I'd done DEs, and then within a two-month span, just like I started, I didn't realize, I, I never thought it was a, a realizable goal that I could race, ever, ever. Like, it's just too expensive. You know, these guys are replacing body panels every weekend, but it's not like that with BMW, very low contact. And so within a two-month stretch, he had me in a race car rented one of his race cars, was able to um, race with the NASA group, which is a, a, another competing group from BMW Club, and then ran BM Club, BMW Club and did their race school December. So I would say within a six-month span, I was fully engulfed in racing and then ran the whole next season. Awesome. Now, before you actually got in at, at Audi the first time, how much were you into cars? Were you a big car guy? Did you, did you work on your own cars or... So I've always been in sales since I started working. So like I've never had a place to work on cars Um, and always been so busy that like my weekends were my free time. So I have a basic car knowledge and I could probably do most things that, you know, a qualified mechanic could do in a 
25% of the time, right? Yeah. Um, so a little bit, but I, I owned um, some, some decent cars, you know, once I you know, came along in sales and, you know, when we get older, we make a little bit of money and mm -hmm. we buy nicer things. But um, yeah, I had, um, I, I'd never really been into BMWs until this came along. Yeah. And, you know, just people, people can, your friends can be a very bad influence on you in a good way, right? <laughs> well, I, I got evidence of the family atmosphere <clears throat> yesterday after a race. Mm -hmm. um, a good friend of mine, Krista, was racing. You were racing. Mm -hmm. And I was watching that race, and you were ahead of her mm -hmm. until the very end. So what happened? So um, the friend of mine, Kirk Olson, I was driving the 417 car, mm -hmm. and he's been dealing with fuel starvation problems after about 30 minutes, which is pretty uncharacteristic of, of a, that car's fuel tank. It should go 40, 45 minutes. So something's clogged. And um, so we started having fuel starve, but I still thought I could help hold Krista off because I, I couldn't really see her in my mirror. And then the throttle pedal came off. <laughs> Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at ArmorAll.com. ArmorAll, less work, more clean. Terms apply. The throttle pedal slid underneath the clutch pedal. And my mind told me for about 15 seconds that I could kick this thing back over and still use it. And then, um, you know, logic prevailed and I just came into the pit. So, like, she, uh, she came blowing by me and she was happy to take that win. <laughs> and you came by afterward and everyone shared a beer and, and, and shared the story about it. Yeah, so. fantastic. <clears throat> um, so with all the tracks you've been to, mm -hmm. do, you, do you have a favorite? This is my favorite track. This is your favorite. Yeah, this is my favorite track. I would say Watkins Glen is my second favorite track. What makes this your favorite track? So this is where I cut my teeth. Mm -hmm. And I probably have more laps here than anywhere else. And just the little idiosyncrasies of the track, things that you can share, things that, that maybe you know or you see that you don't even realize you know just from being here so much. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like... Um, you never do this by memory, by rote. You never take it for granted, but like it's just where I feel the most comfortable. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, what's probably the most memorable, in a good way, uh -huh. uh, race that you've been in? So um, I was in a race last year. Todd Brown, Krista Williams, and I are usually um, all at the front in CMOD. And um, Todd Brown and I were racing for the win. And... Uh, he caught me in the last corner, and I beat him by a, like a thousandth of a second. <laughs> wow. He thought he won. I thought I won. So, you know, we're racing each other after the green flag, and <laughs> we both, you know, are like congratulating each other, and we didn't know who won yeah. <laughs> until we came in the pits. But then I would say besides that, my very first race here, mm -hmm. um, I met really cool people, and I finished third in class, and just... Um, just to be able to be on somebody's butt the whole time. And, you know, I, I love chasing a rabbit. Yeah. And, like, it, I'll never forget that first race. It was fantastic. Had lots of friends out to come watch me, you know. That is, that is really, time. really cool. Yeah. Um, so what about some you'd rather, you'd rather forget? 
Oh, I will. I will say I've had a I had a a, a few oopsies last year. Um, some light contact with um, Todd Todd Brown and I raced together. So some light contact, but some um, probably some poor choices on my part. And just a just a brush. These cars are so on edge. Just a brush will upset the car and can cost either one of us the race. So like you know, we all have regrettable moments, but you know, as long as you're not an ass about it. You come over and apologize. We're all going to be friends at the end of the day. And all of those guys know that I don't race dirty. I race aggressive but clean. Mm -hmm. And so, like, it's also a challenge that, you know, hey, I'm back here this year. And this year you'll, you'll see how I race again, you know. Had a little – we all have a bad run sometimes, right? Yeah. And, um, yeah. So uh, he's not here this weekend. He's out in Sonoma racing pro. With his pro team. Awesome. Um, but, yeah, he'll be at our next race in New Jersey. So okay, look cool. forward to competing with him again. Um, so if you were going to give advice to somebody who's wanting to start, um, obviously it sounds like the BMW organization is a great organization. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what would they start off by doing, like a DE or something like that? Absolutely do a DE. Um, what I have seen is that most people don't realize that they don't need a fast prepared car to go do a DE um, and that it's a very safe and then and then I also hear this a lot that well I don't want to tear my car up well that instructor is going to keep you perfectly safe in your first DE you can buy track insurance and you can go out totally safe and you'll learn so much and I think that I brought people to the track and done the done DEs and they said well that was fun and they never thought about it again but two laps in if you're hooked on this you know this. Yeah. You're hooked on this, right? Yeah, yeah. I think you just went through a similar experience, right? Yeah, I went through one, one DE, mm-hmm. and I was like, well, I'm, I'm getting my license now. Absolutely. And went straight to license, and then, then a month later, I was in my first race. So. Yeah. And I don't, you know, you did it quickly. I think the same thing if you do a couple of DEs and then go through the BMW race school. I think it's the best race school. I think it's um, really comprehensive, and they talk about a lot of real-world situations. And the um, exercises they do on track really prepare you for a true race situation. So, yeah, good way to come up through and then go race. Yeah, yeah, it, it's 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 been spectacular, and then the the family atmosphere is is really good. You'll find that a little bit everywhere. Of course, there's there's always always some drama too. You know, always, always some drama. But um, do you do you have anything? I don't know. Just any stories that are just kind of hard to believe. Unless, unless you saw it with your own eyes. Um, so I, we all are unaware sometimes. And I, I was in a race where I won the race and a gentleman didn't realize that the checkered flag had fallen. And he, he raced me on the cool down lap, cool down lap at CMP and actually busted an antifreeze hose or something and lost the car and ended up on top of a tire wall on the cool down lap. Oh no. So it was a terrible story, but we all laughed about it. And he's like, I don't know. I just missed it. Um, but you know, all sorts of things like you cannot predict what I I mean, like the throttle pedal coming off. Yeah. I've never heard of that. No, no. And it's a simple fix for it. You know, like BMW tech came over and zip tied it and said, yep, there's your approved, uh, (laughs) fix for that. Um, but I've had doors come off. I had a door come off at Coda and passed me on a, in a corner. I could see it sliding down. I've had a wheel come off because of a bad hub, and the wheel passed me in a corner. So all sorts of things like that. You yeah. Know? Um, 
I would say my most memorable story was at, uh, at Summit CMP, and we had rain, and the car generates so much heat, and you throw all that heat into cold outside, and the wind, my windshield was totally white, and I, I was very scared. I, I didn't know how to find my way around the track to get to pit in, and I missed pit in and then had to go around again, but... Um, a young lady, Sherry Kuehler, that raced with us, she saw it happening, and she went and got anti-fog. You know, anti-fogs are not all created equal. Some work, some don't work. Mm. So she had the good stuff. And when I got into the pitch, she comes rushing over. Like, she saved the day. But it was my scariest moment on track. Couldn't see a thing. And cars just blowing by you. And you don't know if you're in the middle, the side. I'm looking out of a, a small, like, Small, small three-by-three three patch that's not fogged up in the windshield. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> they black flagged me twice. But I couldn't see the yeah, flag you station. Didn't see it. No, no. <laughs> well, I mean, I really appreciate your time. I know you're out here supporting somebody else. I think there's uh, you guys. The, the the group you usually run with are at 12:30 here. Yep. Race yep. Race. We have a 12:30 race, and so um, Kirk's going to run the car today, and we're packing up to head home and. And then we'll head to Jersey in a couple of months. Awesome. Charles, thank you thank so much. Thank you so much, I Karen. really appreciate it. I really appreciate talking to you. I want to thank you for listening or watching Drive to Compete. It's been a pleasure sharing this episode, and I hope that we've provided some inspiration and entertainment along the way. I absolutely love hearing from you, and I promise I'll personally respond to every comment, every question, and every request. If you want to connect, start with our website, driventocompete.com. Also, don't forget to subscribe to our newsletter. Whether you reach out or not, please like, subscribe, and share. Until next time, go kick some ass.